0: Hello and welcome to How to Win in Court Without a Liar. This is Dave Harwood. I'll be your host tonight. Uh, tonight we are to be speaking. Uh, I'll be talking about: um, Do you really have a duty or obligation to obey the law, or the scribbles of politicians? Um, before I get started, I want to. hope everybody. I'm glad you took the time out to uh, spend some time with me. Again, uh, this is how to win in court without a liar, and uh, I am Dave Horowitz, And tonight we're going to be talking about a uh, duty and obligation. Do you really have a duty or obligation to obey the law, uh, to obey uh, supposed authority? Um, what is authority? Okay, so these are some of the things we'll be talking about tonight um, so from a from a legal perspective, if you look at the legal definition of duty, it is the responsibility to others to act according to the law. Uh, proving the duty and then showing that the duty was breached are required elements of any lawsuit for damages due to negligence or intentional injury okay so a legal duty is, is a responsibility to others, okay, to act according to the law. Uh, is that legitimate? Do you actually have a duty to others to act in accordance to the law or to your own, uh, you know, moral code? And that's, uh, you know, as far as duty goes, a legal duty, okay, Legal is the, the, the rules of men, or men and women, of uh, governments, of legislatures, of individuals <laughs> that, that uh, are acting collectively, okay, uh, and, and, and these are arbitrary, they change all the time, um, you know, so do you have a duty or obligation to obey the scribbles of politicians that are arbitrary and change all the time. Uh, I would say no, you don't. Um, you know, and, and and I really would like, um, you know, some feedback on on this uh, subject of whether or not you have a duty or obligation to obey the law, or to obey politician scribbles, uh, to obey governments. Okay, do you really have a duty or obligation to do so? Okay, what is an obligation? Uh, an obligation is a is a moral or legal duty to perform or not to perform some action. So it's either an obligation is either moral or a legal duty, a moral duty or a legal duty to perform or not perform some kind of action. A binding formal arrangement or agreement to perform. It's a contract. Okay, now a contract could. Uh, infer duties on the parties to that contract, absolutely it can, um, only, in, only if it is a valid contract. If, it was, uh, if the contract was coerced, then there's no duty to perform. If it, it, you know, as long as a contract meets all the requirements for a valid contract, then the parties have a duty to perform their obligations to each other. Okay, but as far as a uh, an obligation, uh, when it's used in reference to anything that an individual is required to do, because of a promise, a vow, an oath, a contract, or law. Okay, and, I, and when I when I look at these definitions, you know, especially legal definitions, the 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 legalese uses, and, and the definitions have changed a lot over time, uh, which is why I do like to go back to the original meanings, um, but when you, when you look like this as an obligation, as a, uh, a vow or a promise, an oath, a contract, or law, law, it's inferring that law has an obligation attached to it, just because it's a rule, okay? Now, real law, that may be so. Thou shalt not kill. Um, you know, you don't need to read into that or, or uh, you know, have it, have it uh, <laughs> explained to you. You know, it's, it's on its face. That is what it means. Okay? It's not arbitrary. It doesn't change, um, unlike the, you know, the scribbles of politicians, which change all the time all the time, year to year, minute to minute, uh, you know, case to case. In and every, and, and every courtroom, those obligations change. And they change, uh, I'm sorry, not the obligations, but the laws change. The rules, the scribbles of politicians, legal changes all the time. And it's arbitrary, okay? So do you really have a duty or an obligation to obey those arbitrary uh, rules that change all the time okay so uh, what's the difference between a duty and an obligation A uh, duty is what you owe okay it's a debt to your fellow human and an obligation is imposed by contract or custom okay if if uh, if, if there's a contract okay so a contract Uh, imposes a an obligation if it's valid Uh, if it's not valid it doesn't okay Uh, a duty and and, and again this is these are these are definitions um, you know right right off of Google and, and, and Webster and most common definitions and they do change and they have changed but they're saying a duty is what you owe to your fellow human, okay? Do you actually yeah. have a duty uh, to your fellow human? I would say yes. You have a duty to uh, to uh, love your neighbor as yourself. Do no harm to them or their property, okay? So you, there is a, a, all, you know, the Bible says that all you're supposed to do, uh, the only thing that you're supposed to owe is to love your neighbor. Do not be a debtor. Do not be in debt. Debt makes you a slave. Okay? And then you are obligated at that point. Okay? Now, I, I thought this was interesting. And, you know, while I was doing all this uh, little study today to to uh, put together um, the outline for for tonight's show, I, I keep finding that uh, you know, and, and it goes. It really is worth mentioning. Most of this stuff, most of law, most of uh, these things that that uh, you know people believe are, are set in stone, are nothing more than theories, like social contract, you know, and when they say that the social contract is what binds you to have to obey the rules and laws of society. Well, that, if that's true, then where's the contract? Where's my copy? Where's my signature on it? That It, it would imply that, that you have an option to either contract socially with society or not to, okay? So that right there is, uh, you know, it's a fallacy, but it's also uh, a theory. It's just a theory, okay? So they're saying that, and, and again, I, mean, I know this is what they're teaching in law school to, to these lawyers that are coming out and making up all these rules, uh, you know, the ones that become lawmakers and judges. They think that you're bound to their rules because of some uh, imaginary contract that they say exists. And if it's if it's imaginary, uh, and you have had no uh, uh, option to to either become a member of a society or to uh, dissent and not be a member of society, then it's invalid. Okay, it can't be implied that that you just have to accept our rules and you know no matter what, and they change uh, however we decide to change them. Okay, and that they would infer or confer a duty or an obligation on you, okay? So do you really have a duty or obligation to obey the, the legal system, the scribbles of politicians, uh, what they call law? I still think no. So uh, <laughs> one, one of the things that kept coming up was political obligation, the moral duty of citizens to obey the laws of the state, political obligation. Okay? The moral duty. Do you really have a moral duty to obey the laws of the state? (laughs) Now, this is their own uh, definition here. Theory born out of fear, force, and compulsion, according to the theory that the state cannot be challenged or resisted. (laughs) Because there is a moral duty of the citizen to obey the laws of the state. What a crock. Uh, you know, I mean, that's great if you're a politician and you want somebody to to just you know blindly obey and believe that they have obligations to follow your scribbles, okay? But if you think, uh, have a brain, or can think on your own, or manage your own affairs, what uh, you know, what what's the moral duty of that? Is it moral to uh, go across the world and 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 murder people for their, for their resources, the natural resources of their country. You know, the, the politicians have the right to say, well, murder's wrong if you do it, but if we give it the okay, you know, we, we can write a license for that. It doesn't make it moral, okay? But it, that's what's going on. So do you have a duty to support that? No. Is there an obligation that you have to accept that Absolutely not. I don't believe so. So a political obligation, okay, is uh, to obey the laws of the state. And the reason why, uh, you know, most people do is because of fear, force, and compulsion. It really is. I mean, look at all the people sitting in their homes right now because they were told to. Not because they want to, but because they were told to by politicians who lie uh, for a living, okay? Um, <laughs> I had a uh, chief of police in, in Missoula, Montana told me that, uh, well, you want to be a part of our society, so you have to follow our rules. I said, well, what makes you think I want to be a part of your society in the first place? Uh, you know, what it makes that... You know, what makes that so that I have a duty to obey your rules or follow your laws, or what you call laws? And, and they couldn't even answer it. You couldn't even answer it. But a society, it, it, okay, so if I wanted to be a part of society, okay, the, the definition of society is where two or more individuals voluntarily agree and consent to work together toward a common goal. That is a society, okay? So. Basically, it's a contract between two or more individuals, which is where they're getting that social contract theory from. Which is nothing more than a theory and a very flawed theory, at that. But that's where they get it from. Okay, they're, they're your social contract society. Okay, well, if you if you moved, you agreed. You know, this is what we have. This is what we say, and we own the area. Basically, is is there? You know. Uh that's their position. Right? Their theory is uh, we're gonna force you and, and, and you know, uh through fear and compulsion to follow our rules because you moved here. What if, or you were born here and, and just magically you are born under this uh whatever flag or whatever rules or state government, okay? Uh <laughs> Were you born with a duty and obligation to obey the law? Really? Do you have a moral obligation? (laughs) Do you have a legal obligation? Legal obligations can only be through contract. And I will say that again. Legal obligations can only be through contract contract makes up the law between the parties. Okay? So no contract, no law. What is a citizen? Okay? A citizen is legally, right, legally recognized, a legally recognized subject, subject or national of a state or commonwealth, either natural or native or naturalized. <clears throat> Excuse me, citizen, a legal, legally recognized subject. Okay, uh, are you a subject? Who who are you subject to? Are you subject to the laws? Hmm, good question. Uh, do you really have a duty and obligation to those laws? Okay are you a subject now if you want to go and look up uh, an interesting word search look up subject slave one who is subjected or forced <laughs> there's you know none of those connotations none of those words have good connotations they they don't uh you know give you the, the connotation of being a free person or a free man or woman right you're a subject No different from the, you know, being subject to the Queen of England. Okay, she's a woman. There's nothing special. No different than any other woman out there. Okay. So, what is subject? What what makes you subject? Do you have a duty or obligation? Being dependent, subject, is being dependent upon something. Being under the dominion or authority. As of a sovereign authority or government, open or exposed to some unfortunate or undesirable thing, someone that owes allegiance is a subject. Right? Well, if you go to the Constitution and look at the fourteenth Amendment, okay, it says all persons born or naturalized in the US and and subject to the jurisdiction or authority thereof, are citizens of the U.S. and the state where they reside. So in order to be a citizen, there's there's some things here, okay? Uh, Citizens also, a person owing allegiance to and entitled to, okay, owing allegiance to and is entitled to the protection of a state, one who may claim the protection of their rights and life. So going back to the Fourteenth Amendment and what they say here, all persons, okay, doesn't say all men and women. It says all persons born or naturalized. What is naturalized? Well, if it's not natural, okay, it's naturalized, like a corporation is naturalized, okay, uh, made to be like a natural man or a woman, as, as, uh, as far as rights go, okay? And that was the reason for them uh, naturalizing, okay? Uh, so in the U.S., so all persons born or naturalized in the U.S. and subject, and subject okay, to the jurisdiction or authority thereof are citizens of the U.S. and the state where they reside. Okay, so residency. Okay, I'm a sojourner. I don't have residency anywhere. That's me. I don't, and I won't. I am a sojourner, and uh, I I don't tie myself to these hidden contracts that are put out there. Okay. So uh, when you owe (laughs) the when uh, a citizen owes right allegiance is what it says, and is entitled to the protection of the state, okay? a legal duty. Citizen owes owes allegiance, a legal duty, uh, and is entitled to the protection, okay? I will contend that there is no such thing as a citizen, or there is no legitimate citizen in the United States at all, 14th Amendment or otherwise. And the reason why I say this, okay, if this was a contract, okay, and citizenship is a contract between a government, okay, and, so, and, and, and a member owing allegiance to them, okay? So if I am entitled to protection, for my allegiance, then I would be a citizen. But if I owe allegiance, and they don't provide the protect, protection that, they, that I am entitled to, then there is no reason for me to obey or, or uh, have a duty or obligation to, be, you know, uh, to, to uh, have an allegiance with the state. And we'll get into it here in a minute, but there is no duty. The, the government has said over and over and over again that they don't have a duty to uh, protect you. So if there's no duty to protect, then there's no duty to uh, obey or have an allegiance to a, a government that is not protecting you. And that would be legitimate. you know that's if you decided to, if you wanted to choose to be a party to. Uh, the government, or a citizen of, of uh, a citizen to a government, or a subject to a government, because as we saw uh, earlier, that a citizen is is a subject. Okay, they're synonymous. So you're either you know if you're a citizen, if you're claiming to be a citizen, then you're a subject or you're subject. Okay, being dependent upon someone under their dominion or authority. Okay. Now, if you were to hear it taught in a college classroom that uh, you know the people are the sovereign authority, okay, and government is its <laughs> the government is its uh trustee or servant, right to the people. That's what we were all taught growing up, uh, I should say what we were indoctrinated to growing up, because it's not true. It's not true. I mean, you can look around you and see it's not true. But that's what you were told your whole life. <laughs> I pledge allegiance. They get you saying it the first day of uh, 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 preschool. Okay? It, it had to be ingrained in you for you to believe it. Why would anybody want to be a slave or a subject? to someone other than themselves. Makes no sense to me. But <laughs> people do. And, and, and the, the, the sad part about it is, you know, going back to, uh, you know, this is forced. Okay? Political obligation is through fear, force, and compulsion. People are afraid to stand up. Uh, You know, and say, no, I'm not a party to you or to this evil thing that you're doing over here. I will not subject myself to be governed by uh, criminals. Criminals. Anyway, uh, allegiance. What is allegiance? Obligation of fidelity and obedience to the government in return for the benefit of protection from the state, right, so here it is again, you have an obligation of fidelity and obedience to the government in return for the benefit of protection from the state, that's kind of like, I mean, and and that's the definition coming out of, uh, you know, out out of the dictionary for allegiance, okay, so, and it sounds, it sounds more like me as a, as a protection racket, right, the mafia, you know, well, you're going to pay us, uh, you know, or bad things are going to happen to your business, right? It's a protection racket. <laughs> and, it, and it was worded. I didn't change this. It said, for the benefit of protection from the state. Yeah, because the state's the one that's going to come against you if you uh, do not obey. Okay, or if you choose not to obey, not to be subject, not to have a duty or an obligation. You can have a duty, and a duty would be inferred that it's, you know, this is saying well that you have a duty to obey, or not even a duty, you have an obligation. Obligation is is, uh, contractual, okay? It's a contract. You're trading fidelity or allegiance for protection. Well, if if you don't get protection, that's a breach of contract, right? So if you if you're not entitled to protection, then you have no duty or reason to uh, obey, no no obligation to obey. Um, government has said you know multiple times in in the, uh, their Supreme Court Warren v. District of Columbia. Uh, DeShaney versus uh, Winnebago County Department of Social Services, uh, Castle Rock v. Gonzalez. These are all cases, uh, recent cases, fairly recent cases, where they say that, that the government has no duty to protect you. So if, you, if they have no duty to protect you, you have no duty to obey. Okay, uh, and, and obeying the arbitrary dictates of of criminal politicians that are, uh, you know, paid by corporations and private individuals, and, you know, they're puppets out there, okay? And and when you go to work and your job pays you, you do what's best, you know, you're doing a job for the one that's paying you. Well, if these politicians are, are, are being paid by corporations and, and, and private parties to uh, do whatever they want them to do, okay, and then they force you to do it. Uh, you see this in regulation, you know, with, uh, regulation and deregulation all the time, and every time a new president comes in, some things are regulated, other things are deregulated, you know, and that's usually uh, based upon their own interests, their own individual personal interests. Okay, just like you know, Trump pushing the, the 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 medication that one of his trusts is heavily invested in for this for this ridiculous uh, pandemic. Okay, there's a pr- private interest. Okay, being used by criminal uh, politicians. Anyway. I am going to uh, move on. <laughs> All right. So nobody can arbitrarily infer a duty or an obligation on someone else without their consent. Okay? If you don't, if, if you don't consent, okay, if you say, no, nope, I'm not interested in being a member of your society. You guys do what you want to do. I'll be doing what I want to do over here. Okay? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody can arbitrarily infer a duty or obligation on someone else, okay, without their consent. Now, if you don't uh, dissent, okay, if it's inferred and you don't dissent, then you've agreed, okay? Your silence has acquiesced your position of consent. So you have to say, "Uh uh-uh, no, uh -uh, uh-uh, expressly do not consent, Okay the Constitution and laws don't automatically apply to you just because some cop, judge, or politician say they do, okay? You are not a citizen and neither is anyone else if the government has no duty to protect you. You have no duty to obey or pledge your allegiance to uh, a trust that has been breached by all of the trustees that are operating it. Okay, because that's what's going on in the public. Okay, and you don't have a duty or uh, you know to obey or you have to pledge allegiance to that at all. Okay, um, if you if you want to look up some cases, um, Luria, L-U-R-I-A v. United States, is a real good one uh, when it comes to this topic. Okay, uh, that's a uh, of v. U, uh, U.S. 231, U.S. 9. This is a case uh, from 1913. Okay. And, it's a, and basically it came out, it was said that citizenship is membership in a political society and implies the reciprocal obligations as compensation for each other of a duty of allegiance on the part of the member and a duty of protection on the part of society okay so again citizenship is membership just like membership to the gym not everybody has to join the gym and and nor does everybody have to uh, be a member of society and subscribe or be subject to their rules, and, and, and arbitrary dictates of politicians. It's absolutely nonsense, okay? Your social contract theory, and that's what, they, that's what they base it on. So why not ask the question the next time you have an issue, uh, you know, with the court? Um, you know, what makes you think that the Constitution and the laws of this state or the United States pertain to me? Make them answer it. What makes you think that the Constitution and, and, and statutes and codes and laws all pertain to me? Okay? <laughs> and uh, maybe, you'll, maybe you'll get an honest lawyer that turns around and goes, oh, that's easy. It's the social contract. Then ask them for a copy with your signature on it for evidence. Your case will get tossed quickly. <laughs> but that's what, they, that's what they do. You know, they're assuming. They are, uh, you know, they imply that, the, that you have a duty to obey. They imply that you have obligations uh, to obey and, and to follow their rules. Okay? It's implied. Question it. Question everything. Uh, question authority, so, uh, and subject to the jurisdiction. Jurisdiction is authority. So are you subject? You may have been born here. You may have, yeah, okay. So that's one, one thing that it says that uh, is part of it. And, okay, you have to be born here or naturalized and be subject to the jurisdiction of. Are you? The only one that knows is you. You either consent to it or you dissent and don't consent to it. Okay? That plays with you, the individual, which was the original, uh, you know, concept of a republic where the individual has the final say. Okay? Uh, that's not how it is. It's not how it ever has been. It's it's just another thing, you know, that that sounds great, you know, and to the republic for which it stands. You know, I mean, give me a break. Anyway, anyway, there's a, when you go in there and uh, and you start looking into uh, duty and obligation, uh, you'll come across statutory duty, okay, statute. So it's, uh, you have a statutory duty, all right? So any statute, okay, if you have a duty to a statute, Okay, this is the definition for statutory duty. The laws that a company, government organization, or members of a particular profession must obey. Doesn't say anywhere that you, a man or a woman, have a statutory duty. You don't. You have no statutory duty, statutes, uh, codes, ordinances, rules, judicial determinations. Those are all the dictates and and scribbles of men or women. They hold no weight, okay, unless unless, (laughs) you're a company, a government organization, or a member of a particular profession. That's where you get your statutory duty, okay? Because those are the things that they control. That's what they created. They create companies, government organizations, right? Administrative organizations or members of a particular profession must obey statutory duty, okay? Uh, What is a doctrine, okay? Statutory duty doctrine. A set of beliefs held by and taught by a church, political party, or other group. Okay, if you don't think that that, that uh, politics uh, or or you know this government system is a religion, okay, with its own set of beliefs, okay, that they are that they hold and they teach right, when those public schools, rah, 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 wave your flag, vote for whoever, and just, you know, bend over and obey blindly, don't use your own brain. Uh, (laughs) That's kind of, you know, that's kind of what you're taught from from day one in, 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 you know, in the school system, in this system, in this country, and in every other country, too, where there's a government. This is not, you know, this is not just uh, the United States. This is all over the place. It's anywhere there is a government, okay? Anywhere that there's somebody that claims that they have authority over you and that you're subject to them and that you have a duty or obligation to listen to what they say because they stomped their feet and, you know, and, and smacked their gavel and said, so let it be written, so let it be done. Now you've got to follow my rules. It's retarded. Absolutely retarded. Anyway, I've been rambling on for a good long time. Uh, I know we got a few people on the line here. Does anybody have any comments, questions on uh, the subject matter I've been going over? No? It's gonna be a short show. I was kinda hoping to get uh kinda hoping to get some uh interaction here with this but uh no questions. I um, don't know how long this show is gonna go on site. Right? It's gonna be kind of a short one. But uh Hey
1: David. Hey Chad, how are you? Good, how about you? Good. Good. Um I I have a question. So Basically, the states are incorporated under the United States, so there's really not much of a difference when you look at the courts and all that. At least in my yeah. opinion and understanding, they Yeah, yeah. So it, you know, a lot of people with the passports and everything claim, "Oh, you want state citizenship and and all that." But I mean, to me, I I'm still seeing in you know the U.S. code where it says. Or you know, the only people that are eligible for a United States passport are the ones that owe allegiance to the United States. So, you know, to me, it gets in, it's like, okay, is it the geographical United States? And I mean, do you actually owe allegiance to a piece of land? Or, you know, is it the, the corporate state that you're becoming a state citizen of? Or is it You know, I I guess I don't understand all, you know, all that. Sure, digging into definitions and things would probably help. But either way, you're owing allegiance to the state, which is going to be a political body.
0: Always, yes. (laughs) But that's why, I mean, you know, obviously they controlled the system um, and how it is. So, you know, the one thing that would have made... um, you know, a legitimate or quasi-legitimate, I'll say it's quasi because I don't believe it's legitimate to begin with, but quasi-legitimate would have been if they said, yes, we will protect your rights and defend your rights and defend you as a a member of our political party, you know, uh, of our political system. But then they went and, you know, over and over again said, we have no duty to do, to protect you you know so that nullifies the, the the contract that would have been uh called citizenship but then again you you know again your, your licenses your passport thing like that uh where where they if you get a passport you are saying that you owe allegiance to uh the united states government yeah that, that, that you know. So, what other options do you have? Is you know, um, you know, is, is really what you have to look at. You know, is is there another option? I mean, there are, and they're not as you know, they're they're not easy to do. A lot of the times, when you when you're exercising your opt out <laughs> button, uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot harder on you. Right, like now I don't fly I don't fly right now. Uh the passport that I did have uh expired and I haven't had a government ID in, you know, a dozen years. So flying is out of the question. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: and, and you know, not uh, that I fly a lot, but you know that that's a big concern is, you know, I mean, say so you had to get to uh a family funeral or, you know, um, or just want to go on vacation to an Island, you know? Right.
0: I I would have to be, you know, subjected to getting a passport, you know, but again, you know, these are these, these are these hidden contracts that, that you are, you know, are being joined to Now, Would it be, you know, in a court situation, if I had a passport, could I go in you know, they use that and say, well, you have an allegiance, you you signed here and said you have an allegiance.
1: I'm
0: sorry. (laughs) Is that any better?
1: Yep, that is is now. Yep.
0: Okay. So if the only uh, government ID that I had was a passport and... I got brought into a courtroom, and they told me that, well, you know, you have a passport, so that means you're a citizen or a national of the United States, and therefore you owe a duty or an obligation of allegiance. Okay. Now, if that's their argument, I could say very, very simply that, no, I am not a citizen or a national of the United States based on this passport contract
1: losing you because.
0: Again. oh sorry my the, the the signal's been horrible here lately is this any better
1: yep yep how's that clear.
0: good sorry about that i i just got a new microphone and i should be uh hooking that up with the uh with the the computer by next week this way i won't have to do this through the phone as it goes in and out all the time sorry about that but, yeah, if I, if I was in a courtroom, I could easily, you know, tear apart any implied contract for, or, you know, implying that I'm a citizen and that I owe an allegiance to the government based on, you know, those, those cases. Warren v. You know, District of Columbia, these, these cases, Luria you know, v. U.S. Basically, it's a membership, okay? Now, I can't be coerced. Right into signing a contract, but I mean, if let's use the, the situation like I had, you know, a, a, a family member died and I had to fly to get to the funeral, um, you know, and I uh and I went and did the contract and got the passport and did my flight, and then later on got it, you know. Got in trouble with them, and they arrested me, and I had to go into court. And they say, "Well, you have this contract that you are, you know, that you have a uh, uh, an obligation to obey the laws." Well, uh, I was coerced into getting that because I said I had to get to, you know, I had to get a flight. Right? If I don't uh, have their passport document, and I can't get the flight, or can't go anywhere. Uh, they're, they're basically holding me hostage in order for me, uh, you know, in, to enter into that contract. They wouldn't let me go otherwise, right? There's no other options. No. And, and that's what you run into when you go into the passport, you know. Well, next, any, um, what any, cases
1: you, did you cite again?
0: Uh, Luria U.S. That was a case from 1913. That's a great I'm losing one. You. Luria, sorry, how's that?
1: No, can't hear you. Is that better? How's this?
0: <laughs> how's that? Is that better? Hello? Oh, come
1: on. Don't do Hello? Can anybody else hear him?
0: Can anybody hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me now? Hello? Oh,
1: there you can, can you hear? in a little.
0: How's that? Can you hear me? Man, this Still really is horrible today. It. Is this any better? Is that a little better? Hello. Can you hear me now? Hello. Can you hear me now?
1: Hello.
0: Hello. Jack, can you hear me now? Oh, you're still really broken.
1: How's that? There, there, you're coming through a little bit.
0: Geez, I had to go outside to get a, a a signal. This is crazy. Can you hear me?
1: I I can hear you, but I I have no idea what you're saying. Just wow, this is horrible. bad.
0: Sorry about that. Is this better? Can you hear me now? Hello. Jack, can you hear me? This is ridiculous. Can you hear me now?
1: A, a little bit.
0: <laughs> can, can you understand what I'm saying at least? Wow, this is bad. I don't know why this is not coming through. I'm sorry about that.
1: I just get little pieces of broken up that I can't understand, David, if you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Nobody I don't understand why you can't hear, can't hear me. I don't think it's on my end. Can, can you hear me
0: now? I can hear you perfect. I don't understand why you can't hear me. Can you hear me now? Hello. I'm going to try and reconnect. I'm back. Can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me now? Hello. Can anybody hear me? I'm getting
1: just a little bit. Very broken up.
0: Wow. I even tried to to reconnect. That, that's not any better,
1: huh? That was a little better but I still can't understand. I hope it's not on my end. If other people No, I'm What's sure
0: I'm sure it's on? not. I'm having some technical difficulties here today, I guess. My my signal is really poor today, I guess. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello, hello. Uh guys, I'm really sorry if uh that this is this is not coming through. Oh,
1: there, there, you just came through. Is that better? <laughs> yep, yep, I can hear you and clear t- now. Wow, <laughs> I'm
0: walking around in my yard trying to find a spot where where uh, I get a signal. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that.
1: That's
0: yeah, just chuck uh, out, choke out at the... Ooh, what's that?
1: I said technology.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's wonderful, huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so well try to try to finish this up today with uh, <laughs> the signal is really bad. But um yeah, I just I wanna make sure I answer your question and, and that uh there you know, because they leave you no other alternative, they you know, but to get uh, a passport to travel, the, it, it's, they'll try to infer that there is a contract that obliges you to your allegiance and your uh, duty to obey, okay? And that's always going to be inferred by the government because they want to infer that they have some sort of authority over you. But, uh, you know, and I always say it, you have to question that authority, Okay, and uh, there's no way that, um, you know, if I can't get on a plane, you know, and I had to do it in an emergency, if I had to go get a passport, that that passport application is going to oblige me to follow all the rules in this country. Um, (laughs) I'll fight that one in court any day of the week. No problem. But uh, they would...
1: What cases you cited, David?
0: Ah, okay, that's where we were when I got cut off. Luria, L-U-R-I-A, V-U-S, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, V-U-S, uh, and uh, Warren, the District of Columbia. Warren? Warren, the District of oh. Columbia, yeah. And, and that was a case that said that uh, the government doesn't have to protect... You know, uh, individuals, basically, is what that case uh, decision was about, which negates the contract of having to obey or uh, any type of allegiance that that voids out the citizenship contract. If they have no duty to protect you, then you sure don't have an obligation or a duty to obey them. That would make sense to me. Right, because they breached the contract. So that's what I was trying to get at. Um, was there any other questions that you had, Chad?
1: Um, no, no, that was that was kind of it. The whole, you know, the base, and you know, and then the the same ones that tell you you have to owe allegiance to them are the same ones that make the rules for the airline that tell you. You can't fly without a passport or, you know, a government ID.
0: Right, they're, because they have statutory duties.
1: Yeah. They're the
0: ones that have the statutory duties. So, you know, it's a company, and because they're a charter of the government, then they have they can they have to follow those statutory uh, requirements. They're the ones that have a duty to obey. So, yes, they will tell you, you can't fly without a government ID, you yeah. know, or you can't get a job here without a Social Security card. So, you know, they make up the rules, and then they control the system of commerce by, you know, by writing in rules that exclude people who don't want to participate, um, you know, or to be able to do so privately, uh, not as a party them you know there's no reason why uh you know i should shouldn't be able to go and uh pay a fare to get flown from montana to new york or anywhere else that i choose right no if i have right. the money for the fare, that should be all that matters you know but it's another way of tracking people and it's a, another way of you know, I mean, this is the same with this whole uh, COVID thing. You know, if, if uh, the vaccine goes into uh, some sort of uh, social tracking, which is what they're all talking about, then, uh, you know, it's just another form of control of commerce and everybody, uh, you know, in the country or the world, for that matter, uh, against against our own wills, you know. I mean, I don't, I don't consent to be tracked everywhere and, and uh, you know, uh, make my private business public because they want it, you know, they want the information. Uh, I, I just don't, you know, and it's making it harder for those of us that, uh, you know, that don't consent to be a party to, you know, the system itself. You know, I have no problem following real law. And as far as I'm concerned, real law cannot be changed by politicians. Um, you know, they're not going to be able to vote in gravity. You know, <laughs> there's, you know there's certain things that, uh, you know, are, are unchangeable. And that would be considered law. Law is not arbitrary. Arbitrary laws are void. By definition they're void so you know when you're talking about statutes, codes, regulations, they change all the time, so they're arbitrary, and they can only yes. if it's statutory if it's statutory, then it only um, the only duty that uh, that falls on is a governmental agency or a company or a. A profession that is regulated by the government otherwise there's no uh, there's no duty or obligation to follow any statutes no statutes no codes no ordinances no Constitution for that matter unless you have an oath if you took an oath to follow it then you're a public servant
1: right not a private individual
0: you're a trustee if you took an oath to the Constitution
1: does your oath, like, from the military, uh, once you're out, I mean, is that something that should be rescinded? Well,
0: again, do you have to go and give them notice that you're rescinding it? No, you don't have to. Um, could they bring it up in court? Sure. Can it be rescinded at that time? Absolutely. I, I don't okay. – it's not – you know, I, I, I would consider it a – you know, a can of worms that doesn't need to be opened until, you know, until it's uh, presented. No no okay. reason to chase it. You know, it's just like, you know, all these other contracts. Do they need to be rescinded? A lot of them do. Registration, if you're going private, you'd rescind that contract. You send a uh, notice to the Department of Motor Vehicles that legal title needs to be transferred to your private trust. Okay. Same thing with your home or your property. It needs to come off of uh, the property roles and be switched to a different category, which would be personal property. Personal property is not taxable. And it would be listed, you know, again, legal title would transfer to the trust. So you're sending in notice there, rescinding the, the trust arrangement. But, as far as the military, you could do it if you're still in the military, you could rescind, but if you've been you know if you're retired or out of it there's no reason to chase it down okay, yeah, unless it was brought up in like a court situation then then you can rescind it at that time okay so well, is there anybody else that has any questions or comments or? Having, having some technical difficulties tonight, so I'm probably not going to stay on too long because they broken up. Uh, is, is it better now, Chad? I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I can hear you very clear okay. now.
0: Okay, good. I should go grab a jacket because it's getting chilly outside. <laughs> I just came out here to try and uh, save it, save my signal and get in, keep the show going here.
1: Well I I I have nothing out tonight if, if nobody else does, so
0: very right, well.
1: Well I appreciate everybody
0: coming on the show. Um I really wanted to make this, this topic a little bit more uh interactive, you know, um, and ask the question Do you have a duty or obligation to obey you know the, the law? And just see what people's feedback was or what their opinion was on that. Um, before you go, Chad, uh since you still still on there, right? Yep. Okay, good. Yeah, well uh what do you think? I mean, as far as uh you know, having a duty or obligation to the law.
1: I I agree with you a hundred percent. I y you know, I get told by others or read things or, you know, whatever that it's all these implied contracts where they get you. And, and I, I agree with that. That is how you get you, they get you. But I I agree with what you're saying is it basically comes down to your rebuttal against it. Um, Otherwise they just presume it in a court or anywhere else. And if you don't know how to go against it, they, they got you. I, you know, I was in a court case, not mine, but somebody else is, you know, watching and uh, the guy was challenging the jurisdiction and the judge asked him, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but he asked him, he was like, do you have a Minnesota address? And the guy said, yes. He was like, we got jurisdiction. (laughs) (laughs) And and then, but the, you know, the other issue is the guy, he, he didn't know what to say after that. You know, and so they right. they got
0: it. <laughs> you have a Minnesota, and you yeah, know, I mentioned it earlier too. That was one of the things that you reside. Um, I'm not a resident. When I, uh, <clears throat> they put me, you know, into court here for no license, no registration, no insurance, whatever. Um, I had a sheriff say that he would pay for mine and my son's licenses. Uh, if we would only just go get them. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I said, why would I want one? I said, even if I did qualify to get one, I said, I'm not a resident, nor have I ever been a resident of the state of Montana. So I don't qualify based on their own rules of licensing. You have to be a resident of the state that you're licensed in. I'm not. (laughs) I've never established residency here. As a matter of fact, I've, I've never had an address on the books here. No, no, at no time in seven years have I had an address or a residence in, inside the state of Montana. So I couldn't qualify for a license even if I wanted one. I'd have to establish residency first. You know, so those are the things like when when the when the court asked him if he had you know if he had an address in in uh, Minnesota, uh you know again, he, he answered the question, which you don't answer questions, you ask questions, and that's he went, he went uh <laughs> a little off because of that, you know, um, you don't want to rebut, you want a question. Because as soon as you rebut it, then you have, to, you have the burden of proof. Because when, when you rebut, you're making a claim. So whoever makes the claim has to burden the proof to, to prove their claim. So you want to question their authority. Okay. Um, so he, he doesn't want to uh, – well, he, when he was, uh, you know, challenging jurisdiction, how did he challenge it? Do you, do you remember?
1: He, you know, I, I don't remember specifically uh, what he said at that time, but, you know, he was basically, you know, he he was telling the court, and I, I just did not agree with him doing this, but he was telling the court that there's three jurisdictions, uh, land, sea, and air, um, and, you know, I mean, to me, they're all territorial jurisdictions. They're, they're, you know, <laughs> there's other things involved, but um, you know that's he, he just kept on, you know, basically with that uh, throughout most of his hearings and and everything. So, wow, land, sea, and air, huh? Yeah, and that's, and now uh, he, he ended up not showing up for his last court date. That was last August, and so he's had warrants out for his arrest ever since. No oh boy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's you know, and, and again, there shouldn't be any reason to be afraid to go, um, you know, and deal with these people. It, it really, if you keep it simple, it's 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 that logical, you know. Just ask questions. Don't answer the questions. You ask the questions. You know, if uh, <laughs> what makes you think that you have authority or jurisdiction over me, right? You're you're asking them to prove their authority, prove their jurisdiction, without rebutting. Or challenging it you're questioning it okay so and as far as jurisdiction goes jurisdiction means authority right so how does the, the land or the sea or the air have authority within yes. itself yes. just like your question when you when you know when you first asked the question you know is it a geographical location did I have allegiance to a geographical location or To the government, right and they believe yeah. that their jurisdiction is you know well the city limits or the public road or the you know you have a contract, you have a license you know um, you're on the tax roll, so you owe us taxes so these are these are all things these are all these in, uh, hidden contracts that people sign um You know, we're we're trained from very little children to believe that we are U.S. citizens. And it's a lie. It's a lie. If there's no duty for them to protect you and your rights, then you have no duty of allegiance. But from the time that you could walk and talk, they're making the pledge. Right? Every day at school. I pledge allegiance. You know, that's... that's, uh, it's brain brainwashing from a yeah. very little, you know, very young age, and every one of us has gone through it here.
1: You know, so I had a guy you know, and it's very hard. Yeah, I had a guy, uh, a local guy message me today with a video and I had seen it before, and he he was like, I, I really don't know anything about this so I sent them a long message back and it was basically on your topic and I citizenship and you know what what they do with it and uh i i i didn't know what you were going to talk about but if if he responded i was going to say hey you know call this number and and punch in this code and listen tonight if you can but i i looked right before i called in and he hadn't even seen my last message yet so <laughs>
0: well you can always share the share the uh recording
1: yeah, yeah, and that's—I was thinking that earlier when I, you know, first got on and figured out what you were talking about. I thought, oh, I got to get this to Clarence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's you know, we when you when you're taught from a very young age these things, it's very hard to overcome. It really is, you know. Everybody's so hyped up on voting. You know, uh, these are things that we're taught. From a very young age, that oh, you have to participate in you know the process and the system, and you know that we owe this, and we have to do that, and you know we're we're bad people if we don't, and it's horrible yeah. to you know to be to be yeah. calmed your whole
1: life <laughs> yeah. i got and you know honestly when when you find it out and research it enough and and through their own documents, not just what people tell you, when you see it, right. it's, it's honestly pretty depressing to think, okay, I've been lied to my whole life, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, it's, and,
0: and, it's, and and the evidence is in their own documents. It's always in their own documents. It's the only thing government has ever been good at was keeping records. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that's all they exist on. They exist on paper. So they have to keep good records which is why if you wanted to go back 10 years and fight a case that you just figured out you were defrauded on, you just pull up the case file and get the transcripts, and there you go. You know, they expose themselves all the time. We just don't, you know, we're not looking at things logically. We're looking at things through very, very uh, skewed goggles, you know, of indoctrination throughout our whole lives. And it's, I, it's, I have, it's a bad way <laughs>
1: yeah I have a friend that I, I just found this out not a couple of weeks ago um and it's probably good the courts are closed up here yet, but she has like three credit card debt cases in court uh two are pending and open one one she's already she defaulted on and actually had uh hired one of these debt co debt help law firms and uh they they didn't do anything for that one case. she sent them all the info, and nobody showed up. nobody responded to anything and so she got defaulted on it and uh it, you know it's like so now i'm I'm trying to figure out if you I, pay them I do no 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 they're uh i i think I think in that case they're garnishing her wages. Um, that might not be for that. That might be, she hired this law firm to take on a bunch of debt cases. She had gone through a divorce and I mean, you know, the the doesn't have a whole lot and was, you know, just, I mean, couldn't, couldn't do it anymore. And, uh, right. So she got hung on, on some, on, you know, the one, and it's funny cause the, the law firm that have the three cases against her, is uh the same law firm that i I took to federal court when they came after me and uh you, you know so and they, and they on the one one thing they got a judgment against me uh, but that's it's actually over two years old now the judgment and they've right. they've never tried to collect it, uh, which I right. find odd I don't know why but, <laughs> but anyway so i well, I've, I've been doing some researching and studying and stuff, and um, I, I I think we're I'm going to try and get well hers and and my judgment reversed, but we'll yeah. see what happens.
0: Well, if there's a default judgment, that's just uh, she, she defaulted, didn't show up, and you know any excuse can get that case reopened, but you you again you've got to challenge the the. The presumption that you owe a debt.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and, yeah. So, one, <laughs> one, one interesting thing is, and I know it's what the law firm did in my case also, when she hired the other law firm that was supposedly going to help her, on her account, they have the law firm listed as the creditor. But the law firm, uh, put in a certificate of representation and that they are basically uh, working on behalf of the credit card company. And they can't be the credit card. So they're
0: saying that they didn't buy the debt. Yeah. That they are trying to collect it for the credit card company.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So So that would be
0: one thing if they were hired by them and they were paid to collect the debt you know, that they would get their fee regardless of whether it was collected. Not only, or if it was their agreement that if it was collected, then, you know, they would get paid. So if there's no collection, then they don't get paid, and, you know, their contract is pretty much worthless until they're able to collect. And if that ends up being never, they'll never collect. The contract is void. And, uh, you know, after seven years or whatever the statute of limitations is in debt in your state... That's another thing you got to look at as well.
1: Yeah, I believe it's seven. Seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, and again,
0: show them you know, with a credit card. There's no proof that you ever signed a contract. None. No evidence that you ever signed a contract.
1: Won't won't they take it as? I mean, if you have statements and can show you've been paying, that you, you know, by your actions, you consented to it? Well, they could, they could try to prove that. But again, was it you that paid it? Can
0: they actually prove that you yourself paid that, 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 uh, debt? Okay. Or that you were, again, if there's no video evidence, how can they prove that it was you? Yeah. You know, is the employer or the employee that, that was sitting there when you signed the contract still there? Can they come in and, as a witness that you did it? Probably not.
1: And that's all Probably those not. things are done through the mail in a way, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Not only that, not only that, what was the consideration that they gave you for it to be a valid contract?
1: Yeah. Nothing,
0: nothing, (laughs) not a thing. See, when I, when I do in-house finance and I do, you know, I'll, I'll I'll take payments from people, but when I do that, it, you know, I'm, I'm providing a service, (laughs) right? So the contract is for the service and payment for the service. So my consideration is doing the service. Yours would be the payments, right? Well, in a bank situation, with a credit card situation, there is no contract like that. They're not providing you with anything except a piece of plastic. Yeah. There's yeah. no value there. They never put any. They were never, in, they were never going to lose anything, at all.
1: No, because they never borrow you anything.
0: Exactly. Exactly. They never did. <laughs> just like a mortgage, and again, you signed a promissory note, which is a negotiable instrument, which is payment in full on any loan contract that requires a a, a um, promissory note. That's where you're getting discharge and offset, and, you know, I mean, any time that you pay with an FRN, you're paying with a promissory note. Yeah. It is a promissory note. So your IOU is probably way better than the, than the federal reserves because they're not going to pay anything up. There's <laughs> no value. All they do is print. I mean, they yeah. just printed $3 trillion and, and, and inflated the economy. Right. But it wasn't yeah. real. There's no real inflation. There was no real uh, that, there's no value backing any
1: of it. No. And that's, I, I've told people, you know, with, with the, the checks are going to get. I was like, yeah, okay. So they printed $3 trillion, you know, and that's not going to be yeah. the end of it. You accept this oh, no. check, which you then collectively, everybody is going to have to pay back because it's not money. It's a debt. Right. And you know, which you can't pay it back in a way. Cause
0: you, cause you only have debts and you can't pay a debt with a debt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So what they've done is they said, "Yes, you can pay a debt with a debt." So write them out a promissory note and say, "When when money has value, then I'll pay you in money." But right now there's no value, so you get a promise. That's what yeah. they do. That's what the whole system is. It's an illusion. It's 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 money of
1: account. That's that's Book what I was. You know, that, yeah, I brought up um, you know the my 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 property taxes and the, the letter I got before to you. And, you know, I'm, I haven't done anything with it yet. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a real bill. It's just them sending me a letter. Um, but if, uh, and I, I, I mean, I'll gladly, you know, pay for your time and stuff, but if, if you want to work with me on that, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly speak with you at another time more privately about it. If, if you don't, that's perfectly fine too. I'll, I'll play around, but yeah, yeah if you no, want, no, just to give me
0: a call. You got my
1: number. You got you got my number. Yeah.
0: We could talk private for sure.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, not it'll a problem. problem. I'm 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 so short on time now. And thanks for the email. I've just had been hardly I've been working for my brother with his construction company, and so I'm gone 14 hours a day, and we work we're going to be working every Saturday and all that. So I haven't had a whole lot of time to to respond and look I at look know, at local. it. <laughs> So I did Did you, did did. you uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah, the the judicial notice ended up being about 7 pages and yep. the you know again with the memorandum which was 25 pages. So um and I've given that out to you know anybody who wants it the memorandum uh from the attorney general basically saying that uh uh given the rundown on religious freedom and uh mm-hmm. I added a seven-page judicial notice to that, and that's what I will serve uh, any agent of the state that will come in contact with me for any reason whatsoever. Uh, It's something that I'll be keeping in my car, um, you know, and I'll have a video, I'm sure, soon enough, uh, you know, as as I'm sure I will get approached for my private tag. You know my <laughs> private plate, <laughs> but uh, anybody that wants this, or the judicial notice and, and the uh, the memorandum, uh, send me an email at uh, a free man in babylon at gmail dot com and I'll send them over to you. It is uh, pretty powerful, actually. You know, between the memorandum and the uh, notice, uh, it should should be enough to turn them around and send them on their way. You know, they don't want to uh, pick on, just like muggers, they don't pick on, you know, six foot eight guys carrying a gun. They pick on little mm-hmm. ladies carrying a purse, you know. And the, and the government's it. no different. They, they're going to yeah, pick I'm on sure. people that aren't going to, you know, uh, they're not going to resist.
1: Yep. And well, Ed, I was thinking, I, when, when I got that from you and looked at it last night, um, that's what I thought. Now, I'm not going to send, uh, your letter with, with your name and stuff on it. I didn't plan on it in a way, but I think the, uh, the memorandum, I, I'll probably send to that Senator, uh, that I, I've had a few emails with about the governor closing, uh, you know, shutting down churches. And I mean, there's been in Minnesota, there's been, uh, you know, the churchgoers that were arrested in parking lots sitting in their own cars. So,
0: yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's totally crazy.
0: ridiculous. And those and those should be fought, you know. And people that are just going to go and say, ah, I don't want to do, you know, I don't, I don't another time or whatever. I sh- I'm not going to fight. You can't win. You can't beat City Hall. You know, it's those folks that keep the, the problems going. Mm-hmm. You know, people need to stand up when they're wronged and say, "Hey, stop! I'm not putting up with that." You know. Yeah. And, I'll, and I'll, question I'll take, why. Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll I'll take if I got a speeding ticket for seventy five bucks, I'll I'll take off, you know, a a day of work, and it'll be more than one day usually to fight it, because they'll kick it out and cause another hearing. But you know, if I'm making yeah. three hundred bucks a day, I'll I'll skip a week of work to go fight that $75 ticket. Yeah. And, you
0: know, I'm, I'm the same way. I just, uh, it's the principle. (laughs) It's the principle because if, you know, if you let them slide and you keep, you know, and you keep paying them to, to, you know, to oppress, it's never going to end.
1: No, no. And and if you won't stand on, if you won't stand on your principles over debt notes, money, I I mean then what I mean what kind of values do you have
0: yeah well especially for something a lot more important like your freedom yeah. or your safety or you know uh, you know and again do we have a, a duty or an obligation to follow their rules um especially when they change them all the time i say no uh, and uh, you know you have to stand on your principles you have to uh you have to fight back Otherwise, you know, I mean, you don't go into a boxing ring and, you know, just stand there like a punching bag. If you're not going to fight back, you shouldn't get in the ring at all. Nope. You know, you're going to get a whipping. But I would rather fight and get beat. I'd rather, I'd rather fight and get beat than to just let somebody get away with, with uh, something that's wrong, you know, when somebody's intentionally harmed me. I'm not going to stand, you know, I may lose, but I'm definitely going to fight.
1: Yeah. And that, it and it's the same thing like you just were talking about and I said, yeah, they're, they're a bully. It's, you know, no different than the schoolyard bully on a kid, you know. It's you yeah. you, you got to stand up to them.
0: Yeah. And the second that you do, they usually back off. You know? because they don't want you to, you know, to beat them up and be an example. Now other people that were afraid of them are not no longer afraid of them. Kind of what happens when I go to court.
1: Yeah. And that, that goes exactly back to that. You know, I thought I was going to be in court with that one law firm who, you know, basically set up, we set up a dummy corporation to be a debt collector. And, but you know, the, the, the lawyer that owns the law firm owns the corporation. And so right. then they just process it through the the law firm. And I mean, they were trying to serve me papers and up until they got that, you know, my last letter, um, I mean, they, they were pushing it and I thought, yeah, I'm going to court on this one, but then they just dropped it, you know, And it, but it, it takes, sure. a, a, you got to push back to a certain point, yeah, you know?
0: Well, they've got so many people that are going. They're going to collect on. They're going to collect it. So when they when somebody does push a little bit, they may they may push it a little. But once you start to to, you know, talk logic with these people, it's uh they run they run they yeah. don't want to be exposed. No, they
1: don't yeah, want they to don't be want,
0: exposed at all.
1: They don't want the other people in the courtroom hearing it. And that's to me. That's you. Even if you you lose. You you still have won by getting it out to some other people. That is going to make them scratch their heads a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's why they scooped me out the back door when I leave court after they dropped all the charges because they don't want me going back through and gloating in the courtroom.
1: <laughs> Not that I would,
0: but, you know, but everybody who witnessed what was going on prior to going into the chambers, you know, is going to be like, well, we thought we were going to see this trial today. What happened? You know, <laughs> yep, make them think. A, yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't doubt. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt if they put it there as settled. You know, yeah. They don't want. They don't want to. You know, they don't want to be shown up. They really don't. But you know, and, and when you argue with it, well. You don't want to argue with them because then you're giving them jurisdiction. But yeah. uh, you know, once you start questioning them and you asking the right questions is going to expose their fraud. They're gonna they're gonna clam up and say, you know what? Case dismissed is not worth. It. Ooh, it's getting cold out here. <laughs> I'm going back in, hopefully I'll get a signal.
1: We're we're supposed to be having frost here this coming week. We did two nights ago. Well, we had uh yesterday
0: was beautiful, it was in the seventies. Today I don't think it even got into the sixties.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know we didn't here.
0: Yeah, I'm waiting for spring to show up. <laughs> yeah. We,
1: so um, should we, should I email you the letter I got, um, on that on the property taxes?
0: Sure, yeah. Send it over, I'll take a look at it, and then we can figure out a plan on how to respond.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, sounds great. Thank you, I appreciate that. I, yeah. I, got, I got what I think are some pretty good ideas, but it's always good to have somebody else there <laughs> to to bounce them yeah, off no of doubt. it. Yeah, okay, great. Sure, yeah.
0: not a problem. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Well, anybody else have any questions or comments or... Uh, I do want to mention too like I said I I, I know I mentioned it probably a month or so ago that I was working on the judicial notice uh, to go along with the memorandum from the Attorney General on religious freedoms Um, I'm mentioning it again because I finished the the judicial notice and I will also send that to you Uh, you can put your name in and you know change uh, things around as you see fit but uh, if you are interested in getting a copy of that uh, reach out to me either from the website which is uh, bulletproofsolutions.org or you can shoot me an email at afreemaninbabylon@gmail.com at uh, gmail.com you can also find that on the website as well and i will send you out the memorandum from the attorney general and my judicial notice that goes with that uh i will be using that anytime that uh, it's it's a, it's a judicial notice and notice of private trust and i will be using that as a basis for any interactions with any uh agents of the state and uh Like I said, I'm probably going to have video of an interaction soon enough once I start. uh, I'm waiting to get my radiator repaired on my car, but once I start moving around uh, with my new plate, uh, which says private trust, and uh, it is a plate that I had designed myself and had made. So I will be sure to post any interactions (laughs) I'll, I'll be, most likely be uh, filming those live as they happen, um, but I do expect that they will um, at least, you know, at least over the short term. Uh, once once a couple of those interactions um, take place, I'm sure they're going to uh, let their agents know to basically leave me alone. Uh, not worth it. <laughs> so... But I will say I will share that uh, you know with the listeners here. If uh, anybody is interested in getting a copy of the judicial notice and the memorandum, feel free to reach out by email or through the website bulletproofsolutions.org. Anyway, uh, moving on. Do we have any questions or uh, a topic that anybody would like to discuss? Does not have to be on what we were discussing today, um, but. Uh, if you have a legal issue or something like that, feel free to bring it up, and i be happy to talk with you about that. Anything at all? No? Well, how, how, uh, uh, just a shout-out. Can anybody hear me? How about that? I want to make sure I still have my signal here. We've had a lot I, I of technical have, difficulties. Today.
1: I, I still have you very clear, David.
0: Okay, great, great. All right. Well, if there are no other questions or topics that anybody'd like to discuss, I'm probably going to wrap it up for the evening. Wish everybody a uh, uh, enjoyable rest of their weekend. I don't know. I don't know if, <laughs> anyways, I don't know if anybody, anything's gone different here or not. I know they're uh, supposed to be opening the uh, bars and restaurants back up tomorrow. That's an interesting thing. Um, you know, but then they're also looking to control those hours and amounts of people that can be in one and, you know, so they're uh, highly regulating uh, people's businesses and, and, uh, again, do you have a duty or an obligation to obey those, uh, you know, those arbitrary rulings of politicians? That was, the, that was the show tonight, and uh, I appreciate everybody for listening in or for joining us, um, and I will be putting out the recording for the show uh, here in the next few hours as well. So thanks again for, for listening in and, and joining me today. And uh, until next week, and have a great week. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you, David.
0: Thanks, Jen. Have a great night.
1: You too bye
0: now.